This is Napkin Scribbles, a podcast by Arthur and Professor Leonard Sweet. Today's Napkin Scribble is sponsored by Portland Seminary of George Fox University. For more information, join them on the web at portlandseminary.org. Now here's Leonard Sweet. Poetry is important. And as soon as I say that, now some of you are going to turn off this podcast. (laughs) You're not going to, oh no, Sweet's not going to talk about poetry again. Oh no. But I cannot emphasize, overemphasize enough the importance of poetry and the need to come to terms with poetry. I wrote a whole book so I could make a defense of poetry to a digital culture. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what book it is, but I'll give you a hint. It's chapter nine in one of my books. And really, I wrote the whole book just so I could write one chapter that defends the importance of poetry to uh, this, this Google world that seems to think it's gone beyond it. One of my favorite poets is Les Murray. Um, he was born in 1938, and he died in 2019, just a few weeks ago. Um, and I am i was late in finding out about it. I didn't know um, that he died when he died. And um, I I'm, I'm feel really apologetic about it. I used to cite him as the world's greatest living poet, um, just a hair above Wendell Berry, who now stands in my mind as the world's greatest living living poet. I have one signed copy of an early collection of this Australian's magic. I treasure it, partly because Murray inscribes every book with a dedication to the glory of God. Every book he inscribes, he writes um, to the glory of God. Everyone seems to know about his elegy. If you know about Murray, you know about his elegy to his father entitled The Last Hellos which is in your face about the importance of faith. It ends with these lines. I'm going to quote you here. I'm going to, something that is going to be in your face, so brace for it. But these are Murray's words calling the church to understand the importance of its mission. These are the end lines of this poem. Snobs mind us off religion nowadays if they can. Fuck them. I wish you God. But there's another uh, reason for um, appreciating um, Les Murray, at least from here in where I live, and that he, he wrote a book called Waiting for the Past in 2015, where he writes an elegy to an octopus called a, a denizen. He mourns the death of an octopus at Wiles Bass in Sydney's uh, Coogee Beach. And it washed ashore in 2013. And we live on the North Shore of Orcas Island in the waters that our home and rental cottages uh, are surrounded by. Divers come from all over the world to study the largest octopi found in nature, the giant Pacific octopus. Some are as big as a minke whale, which share these same waters with orcas and humpbacks. The giant Pacific octopus are nocturnal creatures, so you never see them unless they die and wash ashore. And um, so this collection of poems, especially this poem in particular, is especially meaningful to us. He has has an 84-line poem called The Domain of the Octopus in an earlier collection. 
called the biplane houses. But here's the shorter, more recent one. The one who could conform its elastics with any current or hang from its cupped feet now lies slop biltong, beak and extinct pasta out in the throwaway tide and will leave with the wabigong. Um, leave with the tide. Um, but wabigong are also carpet sharks and biltong is a South African and Australian name for what in the US we call jerky. Uh, although there's no comparison if you've ever had the real biltong. Um, it's, it just puts, uh, puts jerky to, to shame. But here, here's a poem I read periodically when I'm thinking about whether or not you can do faith without religion. And that's a big debate today. I'm spiritual but not religious. I don't want anything to do with religion, but I want some kind of spirituality. Um, now, I'm going to read this poem a little bit, but uh, as I'm reading it, M Murray abbreviates the word poem to poe, P-O-E, and he makes it a verb. So when I read it, watch, what, watch it when I'm citing it, because whenever you hear poe, you hear poem, but he's talking, he's making it a verb. So to poe your preaching is to poeticize your preaching, which by the way, the black church is really good at doing. And some of the greatest black church preaching is not, it's no longer prose, it's poetry. Um, but here is his poem called uh, Poetry and Religion. Religions are poems. They concert our daylight and dreaming mind, our emotions, instinct, breath, and native gesture into the only whole thinking, poetry. Nothing said till it's dreamed out in words and nothing's true that figures in words only. A poem compared with an arrayed religion may be like a soldier's one short marriage night to die and live by. But that is a small religion. Full religion is the large poem in loving repetition. Like any poem, it must be inexhaustible and complete with turns where we ask, now why did the poem would do that? You can't pray a lie, said Huckleberry Finn. You can't poe one either. It is the same mirror, mobile, glancing. We call it poetry. Fixed centrally, we call it religion. And God is the poetry caught in any religion, caught, not imprisoned, caught as in a mirror that he attracted, being in the world as poetry is in the poem. A law against its closure. There'll always be religion around while there is poetry or a lack of it, both are given and intermittent, as the action of those birds, created pigeon, rosella parrot, who fly with wings shut, then beating, and again shut. Poe your ministry, poe your preaching, and the key to poetry is play. Don't work at it, play at it. Don't work at your sermon, play at your sermon. And when you play, you poe.
Thank you for listening to Napkin Scribbles. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with a friend today. Today's Napkin Scribbles was sponsored by Portland Seminary of George Fox University. For more information, join them on the web at portlandseminary.org. For Professor and Arthur Leonard Sweet, until next time, happy scratching and scribbling.